When Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who was not offended by me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing. Behold, those who wear soft clothing are in kings' houses. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Heavenly Father, we come before you today on this third Sunday of Advent. We thank you that you, you came to us, Lord. We are not capable of, of ascending to you by our good deeds or by our righteousness. So you came down to us. The Word become flesh. We thank you, Lord, that you made your dwelling among us. And Heavenly Father, I pray now that you would teach us about the truth of your word today, that you would comfort our hearts, that you would fill us with your hope, with your peace, and with your joy. Give us ears to hear. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. What Christian has doubts? Do Christians have doubts? If you have doubts, I want you to listen carefully. Listen very carefully if you have doubts. Doubt is normal. Doubt is normal. It's normal for the believer. If you never doubt your faith, if you never have doubts, that's not normal. It's not normal. Did you know that John the Baptist doubted? That he had doubts? Did you know what Jesus said about John the Baptist, even though he had his doubts? In Matthew 11, 11, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. And John doubted. He doubted. If you doubt, you're in good company. Because when I read my Bible, I read about people throughout Scripture that had a hard time trusting God. Many people throughout Scripture doubted. So if you doubt, you're in good company because John the Baptist doubted. Look at Matthew eleven two. Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to them, Are you the one to come? Are you the one to come or shall we look 
for another. So in the theater of your mind, you, you can see John sitting in prison cell. Watch John. There he sits. You can see the expression on John's face. John was the chosen one to herald the coming of Messiah. The king was coming. And then Jesus, Messiah, the anointed king, had come. He began his ministry. And where does John the Baptist find himself? He finds himself sitting in a prison cell. You can, you can hear the thoughts of John in his head. Jesus, what kind of a Messiah are you? What kind of a king are you? Here I am sitting in a prison cell. Many of you may feel the same way. Jesus, I thought you would have made my life better. Jesus, I thought you would have brought about something better for me. But here I am sitting like John, full of doubt. If you doubt, it's normal. It's not a question if, uh, of if you'll doubt. It's a question of where do you take your doubt? Where do you take your doubt? You will doubt, but where do you go with your doubt? What do you do with it? Do you keep it to yourself? Or do you make your doubts known? Today I present to you this proposition, make your doubts known. Don't keep your doubts to yourself. I believe the most dangerous thing that we can do with our doubt is to keep it to ourselves. And not to express the doubts that we have. You see, we, we learn a lesson here from John the Baptist. John the Baptist was in prison. John doubted, but John sent word of his doubt to Jesus. His doubt to himself. He expressed his doubts. And when he talked about his doubts, he received an answer. And the answer is in Matthew eleven four, And Jesus answered them, he answered these messengers that had been sent by John to Jesus. And he said to them, go tell John what you hear and see. What do you hear and see? The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. And the deaf hear. And the dead are raised up. And the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended. By me. Wouldn't it be great if, if Maple Park Church was a safe place for doubters and skeptics? Wouldn't it be a great place if Maple Park Church welcomed those with questions, welcomed those with doubts? Wouldn't it be a great place if we welcomed those who have not received Jesus as Savior? And have questions. A place where anyone can express difficulty, skepticism, or doubt about our message. I pray that Maple Park Church for doubters. A place for those who have questions. 
Not a place where where we pretend to have great faith. But a place of openness, a place of Jesus can become a struggle for us. But ultimately today, where is the answer found? Where is the answer found? Ultimately, the answer is not found in a preacher. Ultimately, the, the, the answer is found in Jesus. In Jesus, the one born in Bethlehem's manger. So the answer to doubt is found in a person, and his name is Jesus. Jesus is the answer. He might not be the answer you want, but he is the answer. 2,000 years ago, Jesus was born of the virgin. He came to shed his blood. He came to conquer death. He came to conquer doubt. He came to conquer all of our enemies through the cross and his resurrection. You see, in Jesus, in him, when you encounter him, the blind receive their sight. And the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. And the dead are raised. And the poor have good news proclaimed to them. Jesus entered into this world 2,000 years ago, a historic reality. And his ministry proved that he is Messiah. And in his death and in his resurrection, he comes to you today. He comes to you with the words of the gospel. And he says, I want to give to your blind eyes sight. I want to open your ears so that you can hear. I want to raise you from death to life, to life everlasting. Don't keep your doubt to yourself. Let your doubt be made known. But ultimately, bring your doubt to Jesus. And in the answer, ultimately only He can replace your doubt with faith. There's nothing that I can do, there's nothing that anybody in this room can do to convince anybody of their doubt. Only Jesus can do that by His Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day which you've given to us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the answer. The answer was found in a manger. The answer was found at the cross. The answer is found at the resurrection. The answer is found in you. We thank you that you're alive. Meet us here today. Fill our hearts. Fill our hearts with your peace, with your hope, and with your joy. Fill us with yourself. It's in your name we pray. Amen.